Section 5 of Examining the U.S. Capitol Attack by U.S. Senate. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 5. U.S. Capitol Police did not communicate intelligence warning of violence at the Capitol on January 6th. USCP's Intelligence and Interagency Coordination Division, or IICD, possessed information about the potential for violence at the Capitol on January 6th, including a plot to breach the Capitol, the online sharing of maps of the Capitol complex's tunnel systems, and other specific threats of violence. IICD, however, did not convey the full scope of information or assess the threat as likely to occur, which affected USCP's preparations. IICD also issued numerous intelligence products, but none conveyed the full scope of known information about the threat to Congress to USCP leadership, rank-and-file officers, or law enforcement partners. A. USCP's Decentralized Intelligence Resources Officials have noted that USCP is not a collector of intelligence as defined in Title 50 of the United States Code, but rather a consumer of intelligence that relies on the intelligence community and law enforcement partners to collect, analyze, and provide it with intelligence information. Nonetheless, USCP has three components responsible for intelligence-related activities. These components use open sources to gather and analyze intelligence, which is incorporated into written products distributed across USCP and, at times, to law enforcement partners and members of the Capitol Police Board. USCP's intelligence-related components are the Intelligence and Interagency Coordination Division, or IICD, the Threat Assessment Section, TAS, and the Intelligence Operations Section, IOS. All three are organized within USCP's Protective Services Bureau, PSB. TAS and IOS are components of PSB's Investigations Division. As mentioned above, Ms. Pittman was the Assistant Chief of Police for Protective and Intelligence Operations on January 6th, and in that role oversaw all three of USCP's intelligence-related entities. What follows is an organizational chart of the Office of the Assistant Chief of Police for Protective and Intelligence Operations. The full organizational chart can be viewed in the printed version of the report. Returning to the text, the three intelligence entities interact, collaborate, and provide mission support to one another. However, each has a distinct mission. TAS is responsible for investigating any threat to a member of Congress. IOS agents are the boots on the ground during demonstrations and relay information concerning field activity to IICD, which then reports this information, along with open source information, to USCP commanders. IICD is the principal point of contact within USCP for the intelligence community and coordinates with the law enforcement community at the federal, state, local, and tribal levels to increase the collection and sharing of intelligence information. Among other items, IICD is responsible for 1. maximizing the collection and analysis of all source information and intelligence. 2. Identifying potential threats. 3. Disseminating products and reports on events and incidents of interest to, or that may impact, the U.S. Capitol, the legislative process, members, staff, or visitors. And 4. Briefing USCP leadership on threats. IICD is small in terms of resources. Mr. Sun testified that IICD is comprised of approximately 30 to 35 analysts who had been operating in a 24-7 posture since November 2020. A review of USCP's employee roster as of January 6th, however, 
found 14 individuals listed within IICD, including the director. By comparison, IOS had 24 employees and TAS had 33 employees. As of January 6th, IICD produced three key written products. One, special event assessments, two, daily intelligence reports, and three, information reports. Before any major event, IICD prepares a special event assessment, which contains a, a bottom line up front detailing the key takeaways of the assessment, b, an event summary, c, detail on expected protests, d, a threat assessment, and e, IICD's overall analysis. Daily intelligence reports, or DIRs, by contrast, provide an overview of scheduled events, such as committee hearings, congressional events, and demonstration activities, and monitor relevant issues, including suspicious activity reports and domestic and international affairs. Each scheduled event is assigned a level of probability of acts of civil disobedience or arrests occurring based on current intelligence information. The level of probability ranges from remote to nearly certain. What follows is a table of those levels of probability. On the left, remote, a probability from 1 to 5 percent, to nearly certain on the right, from 95 to 99 percent. Returning to the text, the DIR also tracks DHS's National Terrorism Advisory System level. The last category of products, information papers and reports, are intended to draw attention to a particular event or security issue. Although IICD's, TAS's, and IOS's responsibilities intersect, the distribution of resources across these entities creates challenges, including the timely sharing of relevant intelligence and a lack of coordination within the agency and with law enforcement partners. B. USCP was warned of the likelihood of violence on January 6th. IICD was aware of the potential for violence at the Capitol on January 6th through social media posts, monitoring of relevant websites, and warnings from private citizens. Internal records and USCP officials' testimony confirm that USCP began gathering information about events planned for January 6th 2021, as soon as demonstrations to protest the Electoral College vote certification were announced in mid-December 2020. IICD analysts completed a first special event assessment on December 16, 2020, and updated the assessment on three occasions to include new information, such as recently collected intelligence and approved demonstration activity. Although these special event assessments captured some of the intelligence available about the potential for violence, none conveyed the breadth of information that IICD possessed at the time. 1. IICD anticipated protests related to the joint session in mid-December 2020. On December 11th, IICD Director John Donahue anticipated a challenge to the electoral vote from a few members of Congress and requested a preliminary assessment for the January 6th joint session of Congress. Director Donahue also requested a private company that monitors social media to set an alert for the phrase joint session of Congress. On December 14th, Sean Gallagher, Deputy Chief for the PSB, alerted Mr. Sund and Ms. Pittman that the joint session on January 6th, quote, will bring some demonstrations with the potential for some issues on the House floor, unquote. Mr. Sund responded, considering a significant deployment. IICD issued the first iteration of the special event assessment or special assessment, for the joint session of Congress 
on December 16, 2020. The December 16 special assessment indicated that USCP was aware of only two planned protests, one by a pro-Trump group and the other by a pro-Biden group. The special assessment noted that there were no specific known threats to the joint session and that there were, quote, no social media indications for specific threats or concerning comments directed at the joint session of Congress, unquote. It did acknowledge, however, quote, the threat of disruptive actions or violence cannot be ruled out, unquote. The overall analysis concluded at this time, there are no specific known threats related to the joint session of Congress Electoral College vote certification. In the subsequent days, members of IICD continued to prepare for the joint session by collecting and receiving intelligence about the growing possibility of armed protesters and likelihood of violence. Internal records reflect that on December 19th, IICD learned about President Trump's tweet, quote, Big protest in D.C. on January 6th. Be there. Will be wild. Unquote. IICD also received information about a million MAGA March tweet, quote, January 6th. This will be the biggest protest in American history. Unquote and a parlor post stating in substance, Occupy D.C., Congress, SCOTUS, W.H. On December 21st, MPD circulated an email to law enforcement partners, including USCP, flagging a million MAGA March tweet, quote, This is the big one. Donald Trump is calling for this march himself, unquote. MPD warned, it looks like we are going to have another big First Amendment demo on January 6th, similar to the November 14th and December 12th events, and noted that permit applications had already been submitted. 2. IICD issued an investigative research and analysis report on threats to the tunnels. On December 21st, IICD also issued a seven-page investigative research and analysis report, the December 21st IICD report, highlighting the blog thedonald.win, which referenced tunnels on Capitol grounds used by members of Congress. The report highlighted the following blog post, quote, there are tunnels connected to the Capitol building, exclamation mark. Legislators use them to avoid press, among other things, exclamation mark. Take note, unquote. The December 21st IICD report also listed patriot organizations expected to participate in events on January 6th, including Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, and Stop the Steal, and listed secure communications likely to be used, including Signal, and Wicker. The December 21st IICD report attached a map of the Capitol campus that was posted to the blog and noted, several comments promote confronting members of Congress and carrying firearms during the protest. It flagged approximately 30 screenshots of comments on the website, including, exactly, forget the tunnels, get into Capitol building, stand outside Congress. Be in the room next to them. They won't have time to run if they play dumb. Deploy Capitol Police to restrict movement. Anyone going armed needs to be mentally prepared to draw down on LEOs. Let them shoot first, but make sure they know what happens if they do. If they don't show up, we enter the Capitol as the Third Continental Congress and certify the Trump electors. Bring guns. It's now or never. If a million patriots, who up-bristling with ARs, just how brave do you think they'll be when it comes to enforcing their unconstitutional laws? Don't cuck out, 
This is do or die. Bring your guns. Surround every building with a tunnel entrance slash exit. They better dig a tunnel all the way to China if they want to escape. According to Ms. Pittman, this report was distributed only to command staff, including the deputy chiefs and assistant chiefs. IICD members continued to work on updating the special assessment, given that, quote, social media had exploded with information about January 6th events, unquote. On December 22nd, IICD received significant information about the rising likelihood of violence, including an email with the subject line, Threats to Bring Guns into D.C., which included the same pages from the blog, the Donald.win, and another email with the subject line, Video Promotes Armed Protests in D.C. The latter email, written to the assistant director of IICD, summarized a video of Sam Andrews, a former leader of the Missouri branch of Oath Keepers, and a report on the website The Hegman Report that described Mr. Andrews as encouraging armed conflict during the protest on January 6, 2021. On December 23rd, IICD also followed up on a call from a private citizen monitoring Twitter who warned, quote, multiple messages show that people intend to bring weapons to the Capitol on January 6th, unquote. In addition, IICD received an email from an intelligence analyst at the D.C. Homeland Security and Emergency Management Agency following up on a threat report titled, User in Far-Right Chat Group Threatens to Shoot and Kill Counter-Protesters. The email linked to threads containing threats towards the U.S. Congress and elected officials. 3. IICD revised the special assessment, but did not incorporate all available threat information. Despite IICD's knowledge about the growing threat of violence on January 6, the December 23rd special assessment's overall analysis read identical to the December 16 version. It concluded that there was, quote, no information regarding specific disruptions or acts of civil disobedience targeting this function, unquote. Although the bottom line up front noted that protesters indicated they planned to be armed, there was no reference to the December 21 IICD report mentioning the Donald.win blog or access to tunnels on the Capitol campus. In fact, IICD concluded that, quote, the protests slash rallies were expected to be similar to the previous Million MAGA March rallies in November and December 2020, unquote. The December 23rd special assessment also found that, quote, due to the tense political environment following the 2020 election, the threat of disruptive actions or violence cannot be ruled out. Actions of individuals or small groups are generally not broadcast publicly, making them impossible to detect, unquote. When asked about the inconsistency between the December 23rd special assessment and the information in IICD's possession at the time, Ms. Pittman acknowledged that there was a discrepancy, but could not explain why the discrepancy existed. Quote, I cannot go into detail without having further discussions with those individuals who wrote the reports. I think that at U.S. Capitol Police, my focus was always on the January 3rd and final assessment. However, we know that there are several lessons to be learned for making sure that there is not conflicting information, regardless of which version of the assessment is distributed." Unquote. On December 23rd, MPD's intelligence branch alerted Mr. Sund that a website named wildprotest.com had just popped up for the January 6th event. Mr. Sund was assured by Deputy Chief Gallagher that the team was tracking already. 
On December 28th, an individual emailed the general mailbox of USCP's Public Information Office and warned about, quote, countless tweets from Trump supporters saying they will be armed on January 6th and tweets from people organizing to storm the Capitol on January 6th, unquote. Four, IICD's December 30th special assessment made few substantive changes. As with the earlier iterations, the December 30th special assessment did not capture the rising likelihood of violence that was known to IICD. In fact, the December 30th special assessment contained the same bottom line upfront and overall analysis as the two prior assessments. Notably, in discussing the expected protests, the December 30th special assessment stated, no group is expected to march and all are planning to stay in their designated areas. In addition, IICD identified more than 40 social media postings promoting protests on January 6, 2021. The number of people who indicate they are going to the event listed on these social media postings is relatively low. The assessment, however, also cited data from MPD that showed a 60 to 100 percent increase in hotel bookings compared to bookings for the weekend of December 12, 2020. Yet the December 30th assessment continued to assert that the protests were expected to be similar to the previous million MAGA March rallies in November and December 2020. Five, aware of their intent to protest, IICD prepared an information paper on the Proud Boys. IICD continued to receive warnings from private citizens, companies, and partners about the increasing likelihood of violence. On January 1, IICD received a warning via its tip line that there were detailed plans to storm federal buildings. In addition, IICD received reports that members of the Proud Boys expected to be in D.C. on January 6. Mr. Donahue asked his staff to update an information paper on the Proud Boys. The report highlighted that the Proud Boys frequently engage in violence against left-wing protesters and that the presence of Proud Boys at a protest increases the likelihood of violence. Officers should remain vigilant at all times as even peaceful demonstrations can quickly devolve into violent confrontations. Notably, although this six-page report profiled the Proud Boys, they were not mentioned in any detail in the January 3rd special assessment, other than that the Proud Boys, who intend to wear plain clothes and not their traditional yellow and black clothing, white supremacist groups, Antifa, and other extremist groups will rally on January 6, 2021. This information paper was distributed to all USCP employees and members of the Capitol Police Board, according to Ms. Pittman. One USCP inspector, however, told the committees that he did not recall seeing the information paper prior to January 6. 6. IICD issued its final special assessment on January 3rd. On January 3rd, IICD issued its final 15-page special assessment for the joint session. As was the case with the prior assessments, the bottom line up front was not changed to capture the seriousness of the threat known at the time. It noted that several protests were expected on January 6th, both on the Capitol grounds and across Washington, D.C., that, quote, some protesters have indicated they plan to be armed and that white supremacist groups may be attending, unquote. An overview of the expected protests highlighted that they would be similar to previous rallies and that protesters would remain in their designated areas. After numerous pages detailing the location of expected protests and traffic closures, 
and at the end of the document, IICD's overall analysis contained a starker warning. Quote, Due to the tense political environment following the 2020 election, the threat of disruptive actions or violence cannot be ruled out. Supporters of the current president see January 6, 2021, as the last opportunity to overturn the results of the presidential election. This sense of desperation and disappointment may lead to more of an incentive to become violent. Unlike previous post-election protests, the targets of the pro-Trump supporters are not necessarily the counter-protesters, as they were previously, but rather Congress itself is the target on the 6th. As outlined above, there has been a worrisome call for protesters to come to these events armed, and there is the possibility that protesters may be inclined to become violent. Further, unlike the events on November 14, 2020, and December 12, 2020, there are several more protests scheduled on January 6, 2021, and the majority of them will be on Capitol grounds. The two protests expected to be the largest of the day, the Women for America First protest at the Ellipse and the Stop the Steal protest in areas 8 and 9, may draw thousands of participants, and both have been promoted by President Trump himself. The Stop the Steal protest in particular does not have a permit, but several high-profile speakers, including members of Congress, are expected to speak at the event. This, combined with the Stop the Steal's propensity to attract white supremacists, militia members, and others who actively promote violence, may lead to a significantly dangerous situation for law enforcement and the general public alike. 7. IICD continued to release daily intelligence reports that did not align with the final special assessment. In the days following the issuance of the January 3rd special assessment, IICD issued three DIRs, none of which reflected the likelihood of violence described in the January 3rd special assessment, or more broadly known within IICD. In fact, the January 4, January 5, and January 6 DIRs assessed the probability of acts of civil disobedience from the planned protests across all of Washington, D.C. as remote to improbable. Regarding a million MAGA March U.S. Capitol, the report assigned a probability of improbable, adding as context, it is possible the million MAGA March folks could organize a demonstration on USCP grounds. Women for America First has been permitted on USCP grounds and Freedom Plaza Parade Permit through MPD and has been the permitted portion of previous Million MAGA marches. Footnote. To demonstrate on Capitol grounds, individuals or groups must submit a permit to and receive approval from USCP's Special Events Section a component of USCP's Command and Coordination Bureau within the Uniformed Operations Function. The Special Events Section approved six permits for January 6th, each with a limit of 50 participants due to the COVID-19 pandemic. IICD's Assistant Director expressed her concerns about certain permits to an executive officer in the Protective Services Bureau, noting that Quote, the permit requests are being used as proxies for Stop the Steal and may also be involved with organizations that may be planning trouble on January 6th, unquote. Ms. Pittman acknowledged she was aware of the concern, but she believed IICD vetted the permit requests and confirmed that the groups who had been granted permits were not affiliated with Stop the Steal. Returning to the text, the Stop the Steal event was assigned a probability of highly improbable, given that 
no further information has been found to the exact actions planned by this group. The Women for America First event planned for the ellipse also received a highly improbable rating, but the report contained no explanation or context as to why this rating was assigned. It is clear that IICD intelligence products, particularly the January 3rd special assessment analysis, that Congress itself is the target on the 6th, and its warning about the significantly dangerous situation for law enforcement and the general public alike, were not incorporated in subsequent intelligence documents. One explanation given to the committees for why the January 3rd special assessment was not incorporated into the DIRs is because a single analyst prepared and disseminated the DIRs without supervisory review. C. USCP issued conflicting intelligence products in the days leading up to and on January 6. Inconsistencies between intelligence products and within the January 3rd special assessment led to a lack of consensus about the gravity of the threat posed on January 6, 2021. As the USCP Inspector General noted, if one does not read the January 3rd special assessment in its entirety, they could draw an inaccurate conclusion since the bottom line upfront section is not consistent with the rest of the document. One USCP inspector expressed concern that the warnings of violence were only included at the end of the assessment and that they appeared inconsistent with the bottom line upfront section. Ms. Pittman did not acknowledge the internal inconsistencies, telling the committees that she believes anyone assessing the report would have to read the report in its entirety. When pressed on whether the bottom line upfront section captured the known likelihood of violence, as detailed in later sections of the January 3rd special assessment, Ms. Pittman responded, quote, I think the report itself captures what IICD was trying to share with USCP in terms of what we may have been facing regarding the violence, unquote. To this point, the warning in the January 3 special assessment that the January 6th event would not be similar to prior marches appears to have been lost on USCP leadership. The January 3rd special assessment specifically noted, one, unlike previous post-election protests, the targets of the pro-Trump supporters are not necessarily the counter-protesters as they were previously, but rather Congress itself is the target on the 6th. And two, unlike the events on November 14, 2020 and December 12, 2020, there are several more protests scheduled on January 6, 2021, and the majority of them will be on Capitol grounds, unquote. Ms. Pittman's written statement to the House Appropriations Committee further clarifies this point, quote, Based on the assessment, USCP understood that this demonstration would be unlike the previous demonstrations held by protesters with similar ideologies in November and December 2020. The first and second MAGA marches were intended to put public pressure on states where vote counting was ongoing and on the Supreme Court to intervene in the election. This event was different because all judicial remedies for opposing election results had been exhausted, and the only way for their candidate to win was for Congress to reject the Electoral College results. Thus, the scheduled demonstrations were intended to pressure Congress, unquote. Despite the clear distinctions between the threat assessments for January 6 and the earlier Million MAGA marches, Mr. Sun's testimony to the committees and his February 1 letter to Speaker Pelosi focused on the January 3rd special assessment and the DIR's threat assessment language that anticipated similarities between January 6 and the prior events. Quote, As previously mentioned, 
the IICD intelligence assessment indicated that the January 6 protests-slash-rallies were, quote, expected to be similar to the previous Million MAGA March rallies in November and December 2020, which drew tens of thousands of participants, unquote. The assessment indicated that members of the Proud Boys, white supremacist groups, Antifa, and other extremist groups were expected to participate in the January 6th event and that they may be inclined to become violent. This was very similar to the intelligence assessment of the December 12, 2020 MAGA-2 event. In addition, on Monday, January 4, 2021, the USCP IICD published the Daily Intelligence Report, which provided an assessment of all of the groups expected to demonstrate on January 6, 2021. The IICD Daily Intelligence Report assessed the level of probability of acts of civil disobedience slash arrests occurring based on current intelligence information as remote to improbable for all of the groups expected to demonstrate on Wednesday, January 6, 2021. In addition, the Daily Intelligence report indicated that the Secretary of Homeland Security had not issued an elevated or imminent alert at this time. Unquote. Similarly, during the February 23rd hearing, Mr. Sun described the information possessed by IICD as, quote, very similar to the previous assessments. It was just a little bit more detailed, unquote. During the hearing, Senator Leahy, in reference to the January 3rd special assessment, asked Mr. Sund, quote, how much more intelligence did we need than that, unquote. Mr. Sund responded, quote, yes, sir, that is correct. That is what the intelligence assessment said. It was very similar to the intelligence assessments that we had for the November and December MAGA marches. The intelligence assessments that we had developed for the January 6th event, all the way up until January 6th, were all saying very much the same thing, and that is what we had planned for. We had planned for the possibility of violence, the possibility of some people being armed, not the possibility of a coordinated, military-style attack involving thousands against the Capitol, unquote. Significantly, the January 3rd special assessment does not appear to have informed other key decision-makers' perspectives. For example, Mr. Irving told the committees, every Capitol Police daily intelligence report between January 4th and January 6th, including on January 6th, forecast the chance of civil disobedience or arrests during the protests as remote to improbable. I relied on that intelligence when overseeing the security plan put forth by Chief Sund, unquote. Former Secretary of the Army Ryan McCarthy echoed this sentiment, quote, the intelligence that DOD received was that there was no real major difference expected between January 6th and the earlier MAGA marches. DOD planning documents referenced that Proud Boys and Antifa members planned to attend and confront each other, and that there was no indication that Oath Keepers or other militia were planning to attend the event. Months following the attack on the U.S. Capitol, there is still no consensus among USCP officials about the intelligence report's threat analysis ahead of January 6, 2021. On January 26, Ms. Pittman testified that USCP was aware there was a strong potential for violence, despite IICD's DIR assessment of a low probability for civil disobedience or violence at the January 6th planned demonstrations. Quote, let me be clear. USCP should have been more prepared for this attack. By January 4th, USCP knew that the January 6th event would not be like any of the previous protests held in 2020. We knew that militia groups and white supremacist organizations would be attending. We also knew that some of these participants were intending to bring firearms 
and other weapons to the event. We knew that there was a strong potential for violence and that Congress was the target, unquote. However, Ms. Pittman testified on February 25th that neither USCP's January 3rd special assessment nor any intelligence received from intelligence or law enforcement partners contained a specific credible threat that thousands of protesters would descend on the Capitol with the intent to disrupt the Electoral College vote certification. The variations in Ms. Pittman's testimony reflect the lack of consensus about whether the available intelligence information contained specific threats. As the USCP Inspector General testified, quote, certain officials believed USCP intelligence products indicated there may be threats, but did not identify anything specific, while other officials believed it would be inaccurate to state that there were no known specific threats to the joint session based on those same USCP intelligence products, unquote. D. Other USCP intelligence entities and employees received information about potential threats to the Capitol from the FBI, but did not share this information with IICD or USCP leadership. As discussed above, on January 5th, the FBI's Norfolk Field Office disseminated an SIR that warned of online discussions of potential violence on January 6th. Specifically, the SIR highlighted a particular thread stating, quote, be ready to fight. Congress needs to hear glass breaking, doors being kicked in, and blood from their BLM and Pantifa slave soldiers being spilled. Get violent. Stop calling this a march or a rally or a protest. Go there ready for war, unquote. FBI's Norfolk Field Office transmitted that report to the FBI Washington Field Office at 6.52 p.m. on January 5th. The Norfolk intelligence analysts described the SIR as relating to, quote, potential criminal activities in the Washington, D.C. area planned for tomorrow, January 6th, unquote. At 7.37 p.m., an intelligence analyst with FBI's Washington Field Office sent the SIR to a listserv of partners in the National Capital Region, writing only, quote, Please see the attached SIR released this evening by Norfolk for awareness, unquote. The USCP Inspector General concluded that a USCP analyst embedded with the FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force retrieved a copy of the SIR from an FBI intranet system. Records provided to the committees show that the analyst, an employee within IOS, not IICD, received the SIR via the FBI Washington Field Office's email. In a February briefing with the committees, Ms. Pittman indicated that the USCP analyst forwarded the report to his supervisor, but it was not further circulated. Mr. Sun testified to the same account. The USCP Inspector General, however, concluded that the USCP analyst emailed the SIR to an IOS distribution list. USCP did not provide any documents to the committees confirming either account. No one from IICD or USCP leadership received the SIR before January 6th. The USCP Inspector General's report noted that the, quote, memorandum did not surface again until it was attached to an information package sent out late on January 6, 2021, after the security breach occurred, unquote. Also on the evening of January 5th, Deputy Chief Gallagher flagged additional information concerning the Capitol campus tunnel system, including an online tip received by the FBI National Threat Operations Center of a significant uptick in new visitors to the website WashingtonTunnels.com. The email attached posts from the Donald.win referencing access to tunnels and noted that the website had been very active 
in promoting photos of the tunnel system and stating their goal of finding Democratic members early to block them from entering the Capitol. The email also noted a huge uptick with reporting via open source of the group's intentions of forming a perimeter around the campus with an image attached. Similar to the intelligence already in IICD's possession prior to January 5th, the FBI, SIR, and the warning regarding the tunnel system were not elevated to USCP leadership. When asked why the FBI, SIR, was not escalated further, despite the warnings it contained, Mr. Sund explained that the SIR contained information similar to the existing intelligence, a limited potential for violence between protesters. Mr. Sun told the committees that IICD had processes in place to evaluate and escalate intelligence to the director and leadership as needed. The USCP Inspector General contradicted Mr. Sun's testimony, concluding, quote, there is no clear channel for the distribution of intelligence information up to the chief and down to the line officers and across departmental entities, unquote. Existing guidance on information sharing is ambiguous, such as requiring that the head of IICD ensure all intelligence information is collected, processed, and disseminated in the most efficient manner possible. E. USCP did not warn its officers or law enforcement partners of the gravity of the threat. The inconsistencies in IICD's products and the lack of consensus on the nature of the threat appears to have affected leadership's perspective about the import of the January 3rd special assessment. Although Ms. Pittman placed a great significance on the January 3rd special assessment, noting that its issuance led to a significant number of security enhancements, it is unclear who received the January 3rd special assessment and whether it had a meaningful impact on its law enforcement partners. USCP stated that the conclusions of the January 3rd special assessment were discussed with law enforcement partners externally on January 4, 2021. A January 4 email memorializing notes from the call with law enforcement partners, however, does not include any discussion of the January 3rd special assessment. No member of IICD is listed as participating in the call. Ms. Pittman acknowledged to the committees that the January 3rd special assessment was not disseminated to law enforcement partners prior to January 6th, but she maintained it was discussed orally. Ms. Pittman also told the committees that the January 3rd special assessment was shared with members of the Capitol Police Board. The architect of the Capitol, by contrast, told the committees that he does not remember receiving the January 3rd special assessment or being briefed on it. USCP confirmed that it does not have any documentation that the January 3rd special assessment was shared outside the department in written form. Not only was the January 3rd special assessment not shared widely outside of USCP, it was also not briefed to rank-and-file officers. USCP claimed that the January 3rd special assessment was widely distributed to officers at the rank of sergeant and above internally. USCP leadership expected sergeants and lieutenants to brief the officers within their chain of command. Mr. Sun told the committees, on January 5, 2021, he issued a directive to the two assistant chiefs and bureau commanders where our officers in the field were assigned to ensure officers were briefed at roll calls on January 6, 2021 of the expected demonstration activity. He noted that he received confirmation emails that all officers and officials were briefed. Mr. Sun did not provide the details of the brief the officers were provided. In contrast, several USCP officers have stated that they received no warning about the possibility of violent protests 
on January 6th from USCP officials. Line officers raised concerns about USCP's leadership's lack of communication about the potential threats on January 6th, with some saying they did not receive the January 3rd special assessment, and others were made to feel that it was business as usual. One USCP inspector told the committees that they expected January 6th to be just like the previous two million MAGA marches in terms of crowd size and the potential for violence. Multiple officers also reported that no meetings were held prior to January 6th to brief officers and provide emergency plans, which typically occurs for major events. The Capitol Police Labor Committee stated USCP leadership failed to share key intelligence with officers in advance. They failed to prepare adequately. They failed to equip our officers with a plan, and on that very day, they failed to lead. Ms. Pittman, however, told the committees that the rank-and-file officers were briefed on the January 3rd special assessment. Quote, so the leadership at Capitol Police did provide those intelligence briefings to the commanders at the rank of captain or above, and it was the expectation that those commanders that are responsible for their various divisions throughout the department, that they would share that information down the chain of command to the rank-and-file officers, unquote. She acknowledged that the information would have been conveyed on a non-recorded conference call and therefore USCP does not have a record of what, if anything, was conveyed. When asked to respond to the Capitol Police Labor Committee's statement, Ms. Pittman maintained that the officers she oversaw were aware of the intelligence. Quote, having talked to commanders and specifically being aware for my area of responsibility, which was the protective and intelligence operations, I know that those officers, as well as supervisors, were aware, unquote. Ms. Pittman also stated, IICD held briefings for officers above the rank of captain on the special assessment, which provided those officers an opportunity to ask questions about the intelligence. These conflicting accounts highlight an internal communication problem in USCP, that affected the safety and security of officers and the individuals they are sworn to protect. End of Section 5